Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Weekday Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Bellstar. And the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona. And the world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email thctucson at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Tumbleweed's Health Center and Studio C, along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest paid certifications in town, you'll find hemp products accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education. Visit Tumbleweed Health Center at 3826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at tumbleweedhealthcenter.com and remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. Oh, here we go, folks. Here it is. Well, no, that, so here we go. Well, I need to know what the letter's about again. This is, um, so what happens when cannabis cannabis is around? <laughs> and when my dog's having, quote, seizures. Um, we bid on <laughs> Old West I think items that was, that was just online. Oh, no, that was hacking. Uh-huh. But I'm saying when you're sitting around and you don't have your cannabis kid, your dog's having some hacking. Oh. And you can't get to your auction that was in Mesa, Arizona. You bid online. I got to watch Billy the Kid's knife go for over a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, online. It was crazy. Shotguns and everything. <clears throat> Glass breaking. It was nuts. So online came for auction. Yes, and welcome to Weed Say Wednesday, everybody. This is actually February sixth. Somewhere else again. Somewhere else. I know you checked out. Welcome yeah. to Weed Day Wednesday, everybody. Cannabis Kid is back. Woo-hoo. And we're here hanging out with the uh, Silly Sully. We've just been uh, kind of talking back and forth. Um, lots of different things have been happening. Yeah, we're just, we haven't seen each other for a while, so we're like, yeah. going through our whole life updates. Yeah, and, we love and, our little life updates with each other. Are, and are so much fun. And a new hemp candle today. New hemp candle. Yeah. Oh, pretty. We're drinking some new tea, and we're smoking I some did. new weed. This stuff is good. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna have to send some. I this got a great. Um, Make America great again. Yeah, weed. it is. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of the word. It's, it's cerebral. A, cerebral, but clear. Yeah. I feel it it's a very clear. I, I, don't I feel, feel it more here. Yeah. Like um, and in a little bit in the shoulder. And you feel it in the face? I always feel it in I my face. I feel clear in the face. I know what you're oh, saying. But okay. I hear right. what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> All right. So here it is. Well, I was bidding online. We will get to cannabis products, I'm I'm sure. Because it's, it's all related because they were smoking me back then and going hemp and we were. So um, I got this auction 
I've been waiting for months from um, True West Magazine. Uh-huh. You know, I'm a, 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 oh, total. I'm a, a geeky Western gunslinger. So um, they were having this auction, and I was going to actually go to the auction. I was going to go to Mesa, you know, a couple hours from here, no big deal. Whoa, hacking. I've got some hacks happening. Um, and my poor dog, yes, my love, has been having some seizures, and or whatever you want to call it. I'm hacking. Uh-oh. <laughs> He's <laughs> been chewing right, on folks. the cheese bone this morning. Right. We got some hacking. You right, bud? Uh-oh. Hold on, everybody. We've still got some uh, dog talking going on here. So it's all right. He's going to be fine now. You're fine. It's a buddy. Yeah. Um, so I I couldn't make it to the auction, like literally, which oh, I can't even imagine. <gasps> I just really wanted to see all these items live. Billy the Kid's nice. Like they had things there that... Oh I wonder God. how much that went for. Oh, over $100,000. I watched that? the online bidding process, and it started at $1,750, and all of a sudden it went to $5,000, and then $10,000, and then $15,000, and then $20,000, and then $30,000, and then $40,000, and then $50,000, and seventy, and eighty, And it went over $100,000, and I was sitting on the front porch with my dog going, holy shit, I couldn't even believe this. I was like, wow. It was estimated between, the value is between $750,000 and a $1 million is the estimate for this night. And of course, I know, yes, I know that it's only worth whatever someone's willing to pay for it. That's an antique, but that's, you know, uh-huh. I, I was laughing with Silver Sister because I said, you know, you're buying a lot of socks these days and this is great. And I just buy a lot of socks. <laughs> it just mm-hmm. happens to, <laughs> and it's rising every day because it's, it's so far dead. Right. <laughs> every day she's dead longer. <laughs> Unless yeah. she's going to rise again. <gasps> so Ooh. it's very hard so, to read. It's very cursive. Cursive. So good. Um, Bell Star says in matters convenient in the knowing. I don't know, but it's signed I by. I used to write in cursive yeah. a long time well, ago. We all, well, most of us did, except the kids now. But this is yeah. actually signed. Um, it says from and before me on this eighth day of February, which is in two days from now, uh, 1886. 1886. Uh-huh. Huey's coming to me in the mail any day now. Uh, signed by Bell Star. Oh boy, we're still having some hacks over here. And a <laughs> uh, 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 Williams signed it, which there's you know we know yeah. some Williams around. Here. We do. And, um, it's pretty interesting. I would very interesting. Uh, I actually had a, a a client, a young client, sign his paperwork, um, like just with all letters, and he didn't sign it. Like he, oh spelled it out like I mean you know really and I thought that was really strange and I watched him do it what was he spelling out his name oh like okay. just letter by letter instead okay. so, of like, oh, it wasn't cursive it, was it wasn't a cursed. flow it wasn't a you um, yeah and I was, was that, I had never you seen, you have, seen yeah. that before mm. now granted he's 23 years old oh right now uh-huh isn't that interesting oh they don't teach Person. They don't even teach you how to write your. No. You do not even get to know how to write your name. That means you do not even have a signature. What does that mean? Wow. Is that weird? You don't have a John Hancock. You don't and have they, a John Hancock. They exactly. Don't, okay. So do you want to know what? Here's some, we're just getting way Sorry, off folks, on history. I, but this is good from, because the Constitution was written on him. So you know why it's called a John Hancock because he was one of the because last one of the, to sign. Uh-huh. Was, I think he was the last to sign, uh-huh. and that's why our declaration is why we celebrate July Fourth because it was actually they were all signing July second. Uh-huh. Most everyone else signed the third, 
and they couldn't get John to sign until July 4th. So that's the last guy, your John Hancock. Get it on there. Let's get John Hancock mm, down. Come on. Let's get it down. And there's a little history for you of why we celebrate July 4th and the 2nd. So the other thing I got was a bell bond, you little hacker. Uh Um, Her daughter, Pearl Star. Get out of here. That's our aunt. That's Pearl. This is so crazy. Aunt Pearl. Aunt Pearl. Okay, so I got Pearl's signature as well. That's crazy. This is so so crazy. That's her daughter. Pearl is her daughter. I think with... (laughs) Are you okay, baby doll? We've got to get some... You gotta get some cheese or something out of there. What's going on? Need some water? Buddy? Put your arms up. Yeah, put your arms up. Roll over on your bed. No? You alright? So tell us about Pearl Star. Um, I'm actually pulling up my. Yeah. Uh, you have a photo? Ancestry.com. You have a photo of Pearl? <gasps> okay, because we're. This is crazy. So we have to just tell you that the real crazy part of all this, and we will get to marijuana, I really, really promise. But marijuana actually, you know, connected all of us. So the crazy thing is, you know, I play, I, I use the name, is it cinnamon, whatever, I don't know what you call it. Cinnamon. Is it a cinnamon? Um, Bell Star. I just, oh, we, I don't know, I'm into the old, old West thing. Uh-huh. Uh, she was a badass outlaw. Uh, she had her own gang. Uh, she, she apparently was a horse thief, but uh, she rode with uh, the Dalton gang, or they rode with her, Jesse James, or the likes. So those were her friends. Um, and she married somebody that we know, Sam Sar, who's a relative of somebody that we know and love very dearly, mm-hmm. who happens to be one of my best friends. So when they found out that I played Bell Star on air, they were like, shut the front door, because you know who I am. Bell's cousin. So here it is. We got some. We got some photograph. Oh, shut it right there. Here's William, Lucy, and Olive. All right. So here's the little family tree, and I'm sure Bell's around here somewhere. Um, Sally Todd. I love these names. Anna Celia. I love all the names. Um. Oh, well, there's Michael yeah. Star. So we're so. Um, anyway, the history goes deep. So I, I it just, does. It goes really deep. Um, and I just, I had to get those because I thought, well, that's incredible. And, and just bring, yeah. I got to bid live on this. I was bidding against somebody who really wanted that Bell Star signature, and I just kept hitting the, the slide button. I'm like, you don't get this. this getting is, it. This is mine. mine. This is mine. And I got it for super, well, it was super inexpensive. The, the Bell Star signature is worth 8000 I did not pay so for that. So, what are some of the dates on? 1886. This one's 19. 19- Oh, three okay. or something, which is when my grandmother was born. Um, oh, no. Eight, no, this is... Uh, this one's hard to tell. We'll have to we'll have to examine it. This might be 1800s okay. as well. Um, I got amazing documents. I got four affidavits for the Dalton Brother Gang, and I also got um, four love, love letters to Sheriff Johnny Behan from Luke Tombstone. He's still stuck on this Pearl Star thing, so I'll tell you guys I all know, about I'm that later. I'm but this is but it's, it's incredible. The amount of stuff that you got. Um, and I have the actual photo of. Um, so what I have is, it's a, I have an archival copy. So when, um, when you see prints in Time Magazine or you know Newsweek or uh-huh. whatever magazine you're looking at, and they have pictures of old pictures, you know, from back in the day. Right, right. What they have is an is the first copy 
of the original picture. So you take an original picture and you pray to God you don't ruin it with light. You make one copy, and that copy is the copy that everybody uses to put in different magazines. So I have that copy of Bell Star and Blue Dust. I have the photograph. So now I have the photograph and the signatures. I think Bell's going to be a happy camper. We even might have some visitors from the Star family at the Bell. That would be magical. All right. Maybe we should get back to marijuana. Yeah, welcome back, folks. Welcome back to Mar- Weed Day Wednesday and marijuana. These are just fantastic. So yeah, we um, yeah, it's just unreal. you're welcome. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. We just really want to say you're, you're welcome. Um, um, Pearl Star and J E French of Bail Bonds. She was interesting. And where was that at? Does it say where uh, that? Uh, city or town? Or? Yes. That would be cool to know. Um, Arkansas. Perfect, Arkansas. Yeah, these, these documents, yeah. Your family's going to freak because we can upload these to your ancestry. Oh, yeah, we totally can put that in. I'm going to get archival um, glass and all that good stuff. And, oh, my gosh. So, Spider- anyway, welcome back to Weed Day Wednesday. Oh, yeah. I know, it's, it's a fun show, and you, you learn all sorts of stuff. And, hey, I want to give a huge, huge, huge golf clap shout-out to my cousins in Bellingham, Washington, J.D., and Mickey and, and my family out there, thank you for listening and tuning in. And thank you for everybody for your support for my dog, um, Sully, who I, you know, now we're going to get back to cannabis. We're going to tell, we're going to tell a story about what happened with Sully. This boy has been on cannabis his entire life. I mean, since he, I brought him home at six weeks old, he's sat with me in every room I smoked in. He's, he's eaten the dry leaves. He likes edibles. Um, he likes, so he raw loves leaves. he loves the raw leaves. You go into it, take him into uh-huh. a plant room, you get the tiny little leaves. He'll sit there and eat them all day long. He absolutely loves them. I mean, it's just a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. So he's been on it his whole life. I mean, when I pack a bowl, he looks at me like, "Uh, Mama, you better throw me a nug. Throw it." So he starts having these seizure things. You don't even know what they are. These full body tremors, electrical activity that goes runs all over his body. You can feel electrical impulses. Mm-hmm. Body. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. <clears throat> his his vet, his mobile vet, Desert Paws Mobile Vet, which is awesome. Big shout out to, to those gals and guys. Um, she, you know, last resort, the last thing we can do, we did full blood tests and everything. Um, and his tremors were really bad in his legs. They were real bad. Um, couldn't find anything. Nothing. No thyroid, no valley fever, no ticks, no nothing. Take him to the neurologist. Did every test in the world. <clears throat> I'll tell you, I'm just going to shorten the story. I just warn everyone that's going to take their animals to the Veterinary Specialty Center of Tucson, B. Scott up north on La Cañada. I would think a ton of times before you even thought about going there. Read the reviews because I'm going to write a really bad one. They're going to get it. They, there was no care there. Um, not from staff or doctors, which is such a sad thing. One of the doctors was really good. The internist was really nice. Um, the other doctor just didn't seem to really care. But what he did was, without researching anything about, well, I don't know what research he's done. He, he said that they've seen a lot of marijuana overdoses in um, <clears throat> animals since cannabis has become legal. Pets are getting into people's stashes. They're eating gummies. They're eating cookies. Overdoses. Yeah. Not, they're not dying. Right. Overloaded. Overloaded on cannabis. Get it? Loaded. Uh-huh. So he's seeing, they're seeing a lot of overloaded, overloaded dogs. 
Uh, I didn't ask about cats. <laughs> we weren't on that subject yet. Um, <clears throat> and so they're seeing the worst of the worst of all this. Well, my dog has had no left hip since he was nine months old. Um, got attacked by javelinas here. He had two surgeries in five days. It tore through his full back end, clipped an artery, and a whole nine, right? Tore his right ACL almost two years ago. So he's got arthritis, and now they found out he's got tendonitis really bad in his shoulder. He can't walk real well. But without considering who he is and who, who he's been his whole life, they just cold turkey took him off all his cannabis. They said, just stop that. Stop it all. Stop all. That. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Made us mad, didn't it? Said, stop it. So we did, and things went real bad. Until I decided, and with the help of his doctor here, his mobile doctor, we decided, and our medical doctor from Tumbleweed Health Center, which we haven't even given a shout out to. Tumbleweed. Um, <clears throat> our medical doctor from Johns Hopkins said, put, give him back his THC. Give him back his cannabis. He needs it. He obviously needs it. Um, when he was having these full blowouts of whatever the episodes were, seizures were, they can't, the CBD oil stopped at the moment. Um, but the oil, I guess, after, you know, giving him so much, it upset his stomach, so he threw that up a couple times. But as soon as I made him a, 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 an oil, a, an extract, I did the Rick Simpson oil recipe, and I extracted the cannabinoids um, from a plant that I'd grown before, so I knew what it was, where it was coming from. It used the pure alcohol, 151. Uh, simple extraction, got beautiful test results, Took it to, or uh, sent it to pre-med testing for test results, and they were very happy and very impressed, and Sean and his grandfather are wonderful to go there. Mm-hmm. So I took one gram of that, stuck it in a one-ounce bottle with some hemp oil, and I'd like to give another shout-out to Miss Heidi Hanford out there for helping out to all throughout this process. Um, she sent some CBD isolates so I could just put it right on the food and stuff, sprinkle it on mm-hmm. But I put it in a one ounce bottle and I made him a 1,000 milligram tincture. Right now, every four out, no, every six hours, he gets four drops, and that helps him. And if he's in an episode, quote unquote, I just put the four drops right in the palm of my hand. He licks it, and within seconds, he stops. The little shakes and shivers and shivers and shivers, whatever the heck he's going through. So my point is, know your body, um, and if you can't. Speak for yourself like you can't, you know. I said to this doctor, you know, you took him off an an anti-inflammatory, and he took him off his other anti-inflammatory, cold turkey, to just stop that. So not only did he take him off his chemical anti-inflammatory, then he took him off cannabis, which was anti-anxiety, anti-pain, mm-hmm. um, anti-inflammatory. <clears throat> Uh, antibacterial, anti-everything. It helps him with everything. It helps him with digestion. It helps him with um, his tendonitis, his, you know, arthritis. And they took him off cold turkey. And the guy, and they took him off a whole lot of meds. And as soon as my doctor saw that, they said, she said, the first thing I thought was withdrawal. Your dog's going to be in withdrawal. Well, no one even told me he was going to go through that crap. So right. speak up for your animals, people. Yeah. Know your animals. THC and cannabis products, CBD products, CBN, CBG, CBC, THCA. There's yeah. a lot of THCA in my product, which is really good. Um, yeah, just a little bit about THCA. Really? We have, it has slows inflammation. See? Helps control cancer cell growth. Mm-hmm. Slows inflammation. Oh, does that again. Okay, <clears throat> really important fact. <laughs> it's really important. We need to say it twice. Suppress muscle <clears throat> spasms and oh. convulsions. See? 
And the minute he, he licks it. That's interesting. That's very, very cool. I, sh I should give this information to the doctor because he didn't bother to look this up. All, all this is from LP Analytics. Yeah. Um, all they were looking at was were all the, the bad cases that, that they'd seen come in. And, yeah, I, I had that happen to another dog of ours. Remember Walter? Yeah. Uh, <coughs> he ate three canvas cookies. <coughs> and um, he was walking sideways for three days. And yeah. peeing sideways. And he, he couldn't. He And... After that, when he smelled cannabis, he left the room. If we tried to, you know, put an edible up to him, he turned away and walked away. He learned his lesson. Learned you don't say eat. no. Just saying no. He, you know, <laughs> but it, he didn't die from it, and, right. and no pet's ever going to die from it. Um, but what it can do, which I think what was happening also, was it was making the other meds more toxic to his system. So when you use cannabis, we, because we have an endocannabinoid system, it makes our body work more efficiently. So we don't need as many of the other medications. Well, mm -hmm. I was giving him a lot of cannabis. Which was making his body work. Way fantastic. better. Yeah, and, but, but it was also overloading his system with the bad the other So I am glad we did stop the other medication, but then he upped another one, which I'm going <laughs> to try and decrease again the gabapentin. I'm going to try and bring him mm -hmm. down to his two-a-day dose instead of three-a-day and control it with the medication that I've made for mm -hmm. him, which... Mm -hmm which does fine. He's mm -hmm. on it right now. Yeah. He's an hour into having his, his morning dose. He gets four tiny drops. Um, so one gram is a thousand milligrams, which is how that works out. I just something I memorize. I don't fully understand it. Just add mm -hmm. zero. Ask Heidi Hanford. She'll tell you. Um, <clears throat> not a math girl. <laughs> um, but he's so super relaxed. He just had a little cheese bone, hacked hat up. Uh, and now he's just resting and sleeping through our show. Um, but, you know, it's nerve-wracking to think that an animal uh, can go through these electrical things and, yeah. and you not be able to, to help or do anything for it and just sit and watch and wait. And if it happens again, it just says, well, we don't know what to do, so we just have to cut through. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's not, a, that's, that's not okay. You know, when the doctor won't call you back for almost two weeks, so that's not okay either. So just, you right. know, speak up for your animal. Desert Paws Mobile people, that's all I want to say. That's a cosmo. That's a cool little fact sheet you got there. Yeah. Read it. Read a little so bit. Got, so we have a bar cannabinoids. Okay. Just to know, we have uh, THC, tetrahydrocannabidiol. Uh, eases pain, helps with relaxation. Suppresses pain from nerve damage. Mm -hmm. Reduces the risk of nerve damage. Yep. Controls anxiety, suppresses muscle spasm and convulsions, yep. controls certain cancers, eases nausea, slows inflammation, fights free radicals in the bloodstream. Wow. Encourages eating and appetite stimulation. Okay, he doesn't need Stim that. <laughs> stimulates growth in nerve tissue. He does need that. That's great. Mm -hmm. Relieves chronic eye pressure and pain mm -hmm. caused by glaucoma, glaucoma and other disorders. Yeah. And we, we have cannabidiol. Okay, hold on right there. Because if you have glaucoma and you're in Arizona and you're around Tucson in our area, here's your little teacup. I filled it up for you. We're going to tell you what you can get certified for at Tumbleweed Cell Center, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Folks, come on down. We're at Broadway in Swan. Very easy to find. Now with all our giant posters, it's super easy to find. And um, we're going to have some, some of our very own hemp oils coming soon. I'm going to say 
<clears throat> I don't know. I'm hoping, I'm hoping in about three weeks we'll have something in-house um, with a little delay in, in the bottling. So we're going to fix that glitch. And uh, if you have PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, HIV, AIDS, ALS, Crohn's, agitation of Alzheimer's. So do you know what Crohn's disease is? It's when your stomach gets all in knots and, they, yeah. and you can't digest and you can't eat and you get all nauseous and sick. And um, I didn't know what it was. I looked it up. I was like, holy Toledo. Uh, agitation of Alzheimer's. I've been posting, you know, just in the last couple of days anyway, about some, some of the uh, um, benefits that THC eats the plaque amyloid datas or whatever they're called um, that causes the disconnect that gives you Alzheimer's and dementia and mm-hmm. those kinds of things. And if you also have a chronic or debilitating disease or a medical condition or just the treatment for a chronic or uh, debilitating disease or a medical condition that causes wasting syndrome, severe and chronic pain, severe nausea, seizures, including those characteristics of epilepsy, uh, severe or persistent muscle spasms, including those characteristics of multiple sclerosis. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. Darn right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. I love that we're on big lighters now. That took years to get that. that. that they didn't have any marijuana associated with their products at all. Vic, Vic didn't, the company Vic. And then all of a sudden it was like, okay. Woo-hoo. Yeah. So tell me how that, that works. Why can't you just buy them and then go and have the... Oh, because you'll get in a whole lot of trouble. If you buy a, if you buy someone else's brand and stick your stuff on it, that's like going out and buying a bunch of Nike shirts and throwing Tumbleweeds logos all over oh, it. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, it's kind of... I thought you could put your logo on any product. I don't think so. No, it's not like that. I don't know. Learning a lot. Let's go out. Marketing, yeah. advertising. Uh, so come on down, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Come get certified. And also, um, we'd like to give a shout out to Grower's House at 3635 East 34th Street. Woo-hoo. Go down and get some uh, some good accoutrement for your growing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they have it all. They have it all: light soil, hydro, fishy tips and tricks, everything you need down there. And then if you if you don't want to move and you want to get some education and uh, you missed this show but you're tuning in later, um, Canna Health Online Digital Magazine. Don't go nowhere. You can hear it here or there or wherever you are. Canna Health is a digital magazine focused on knowledge, safe access, and advocacy with a monthly subscription readership. It's loaded with scientific and clinical articles from various healthcare professionals. Profiles of cannabis clinics offering safe access to medicines, national and local organizations open to the public, and real-life patient success stories. It's free to subscribe, so don't miss another issue of Canna Health. That's right. Um, I love the glass break. It's so fun. Um, <clears throat> you can also check out, come down to Symbol Weed Health Center, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard, and pick up the new Canna Pages magazine. It's a tiny little magazine that uh, some, some 
some guys in Colorado have put together for um, Arizona, and I'm sure they're in other states, but it's all sorts of um, information about uh, the people who have advertising. Here's good things coming. Here's um, good things uh, are some edibles you can find in dispensaries. Uh, you can learn how to get involved in the Hemp Industry Trade Association of Arizona, which is uh, <coughs> you're, in, you're invited to join. Learn how at hita-az.org. Monthly meetings announced online. That's a good one. We should we should totally bookmark that. We should get involved in that hemp industry. Um, Canvas TV. I tried to get on there, but um, couldn't for some reason. Uh, supposed to be like online TV stuff. You can become a normal member. These are just advertisements. There's an advertisement for Oasis Dispensary. There's coupons in here. Um, <clears throat> so C4 Laboratories is testing. Um, there's testing facilities, um, different products here. There's a whole page or a whole section of the coupons, which is really cool. And then there's stories, and then they've got smoke shops listed. Uh, dispensaries listed, doctor's office listed, we're in there, um, <clears throat> and uh, all sorts of fun stuff. Maps, looks like we've got uh, uh, <laughs> High Times, this is the Higher Side Comics, and we've got two gunmen in the street holding giant bongs, and they're saying, gentlemen, spark your lighters, can of town at high noon. <laughs> That's spark right. your lighters. Spark your lighters. Gentlemen. Oh my God. Spark your lighters. All right. Okay. They've got news and all sorts of stuff, but you can get coupons if you if you like to hit the dispensary. There's coupons in there. I forgot to give my friend one yesterday. Dang it. Oh, well. Dang it. Dang it. Um, what else do we have this morning? You know what else we're going to do? We're going we're gonna to play our favorite song because we like to. Puff, 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 puff. I'll be blazing and smoking it, about to go and get some money yeah. Passing up on those cracker jacks, Reese's pizzas are where it's at Gotta get me some soda pop, cotton mouth has been creeping up I can't remember where I put my keys, yeah, that's what's up I'ma take your grandpa's ride, I'ma take your grandpa's ride No, for real, ask your grandpa, can I take a 65? The bill cruising to my local public Nothing better than rolling with two super fly chicks They have frozen burritos, I bought frozen burritos I bought some Ben and Jerry's, and then I bought some Cheetos 
Hello, hello, my main man Obama. A couple states have just reformed their laws on marijuana. What you gonna do? Send the feds there? Hell no. The DEAs would be like, ah, oh, they got volcanoes. I'm gonna smoke some weed. Only got $20 in my pocket. I'm a hunter looking for a pot shop. This is fucking awesome. I'm gonna smoke some weed. Only got $20 in my pocket. know about the science of marijuana what you know about people suffering from glaucoma they need it they need it it helps them with their condition if you don't believe me then just ask some eye physicians thank your granddad for voting for that guy richard nixon is the president who made the plant illegal but science is now showing that it's medicine for people and the private sector fighting to keep all of that illegal alcohol and tobacco pharmaceutical prisons i'll take those four major lobby groups and fight those motherfuckers they're making money day and night all those motherfuckers and bribing congress out of sight all those motherfuckers They'd be like, oh, it's immoral and unhealthy I'm like, how many people are you making wealth? Anti-marijuana lobbies are making all kinds of profits And they don't want you to stop it because of all the special interests I call that getting swindled and pimp shit I call that getting tricked by the government That law's hella old So it's time to update it, regulate it, and then get it under state control Peak game, look into my political telescope Think it's gonna stay like this forever? Not hella won't Not hella won't talking about and it really just kind of dawned on me because we were talking about this little baby dog over here yeah is who's 11 and a half (laughs) who how cannabis like really works in our system and how the plant actually gets into our body and um bell and i were talking about this ingesting and uh this ingesting i really think is the key to um getting this medicine into your body because you have to think our, our stomachs process all of our things in it. It's like a little machine down there. Juice. Yeah. Juicy. Well, juicy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just a little. And raw. Yes. Fresh. Real. Leaf. Fresh. Yeah. Fresh leaf. Yeah. And. That's the way to go. And bud. Oh, yeah. Because what we're going to start seeing is this THCA. All of these have these acids in them. And so these acids work in our stomachs differently than when we smoke them or vape them, yep. or even when they're made into edibles. Meaning that the that that meaning that the chemistry has changed from something else to this. Yeah, that's how you get high. You change right. the molecular you change structure. change the molecular structure. And that doesn't mean does it? Yes, we 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 feel a highness to it. It does have a um, medicine onset. 
And, um, you know, when it's in this acid form, it, I, I believe and you don't get that it's going to work high. differently. Oh, totally. And we're going to see some, um, I think, some changes. Huge in strides the, in the fresh and right in the fresh and juicing. Because and, we know what what eating us to us is for humans. We know how important our stomachs and our digestive system and how many uh, uh, receptors there are mm -hmm, in mm. the gut. Mm. I mean, the gut has Dang. more receptors than any other part of the body except for the brain, which makes sense because this is both body and mind. Mm -hmm. And so when it means body, it means that it's going in and it's working in the stomach because that's where you are what you eat, they say. You are true. what you eat. Mm -hmm. so, you know, so think about how these things work and what you're putting in your body because it's really the energy that you're getting to be putting back out is what yeah. you're putting in. Yeah. And speaking of what you're putting in, if you know what you're, you know, if you know someone that grows and you know how they grow, if they're growing organically especially, um, get that cannabis from them. Make your own edibles. Make your own, you know, butters and shatters and whatever juice, else. And juice, amazing juice things it. that you can do with it. And you get a lot of it. So this is one way I, I, I've, I've gotten a lot of plant matter at one time. And I actually freeze it. Um, I freeze it and I put it in my smoothies. Oh, the plant. Because oh, my plant leaves things. Leaves oh, yeah. Leaves things. Like, your dry bud? No, just your leaf Leaves and things. TM. 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 Super cute. I love it. Um, leaves and things. All right. Don't anybody look. take that because we already have it. Cheers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, leaves and things. I love it. Cheers. Bye, folks. We're going to cut this short. See ya. Yeah, it's all right. We got to go. Yeah, see ya. Investors are here. See you later. Um, <laughs> so what I'm saying is getting, getting this plant matter, and if you get a lot of it, you're able to freeze it. Freeze it into, um, I do uh, uh, Tupperware, and I'm able to pull it out and kind of like crunch it into my uh, juice and, or, and blend it up as well. I do, um, and this could be a little much for some people, I do the stick and stem. And I know it can be a little fibrous in your uh, Ninja or your... Uh, whatever juicy machine you're using, but you have to think about it. I know consistency is really tough for some people, and you know what? Maybe you look at it as um, I I don't know other than consistency. You might have to really get around this. Yeah. Well, and if it's in a smoothie, and you're and you don't need that much, which is the great thing. If you watch our little movie on weekly. Dr. Courtney says you don't need a lot, you know, mm -hmm. a leaf, a right. bud, maybe, maybe mm -hmm. a piece of a bud. I mean, you really don't need much. It doesn't, a little dabble do you. It doesn't, it doesn't take much at all. Right. So um, the World Health Organization is urging the rescheduling of cannabis. Look at Yay. that. No kidding. Well, so, so I think, well, we're going to, we'll hear. We'll hear it. You think a lot. I know. Since 1961, the world's governing bodies have signed on to an international drug treaty that treats cannabis the same as heroin. Whoa. In 1961, more than 186 
uh, parties representing the world's governing bodies signed on to the single Convention on Narcotic Drugs. The convention is essentially an international treaty to prohibit the production and supply of specific narcotic drugs. And under heavy U.S. pressure, the single convention placed the same restrictions on cannabis that it did on opium, listing marijuana as a Schedule IV drug as defined in the treaty. Schedule IV designates a category of substance considered to have particularly dangerous properties in comparison to other drugs and to be particularly liable to abuse and to produce ill effects. Now, more than 50 years later, the World Health Organization who is, is calling for cannabis and all of its key components from cannabinoids to resins to be formally rescheduled under the 1961 treaty. That can be big, big news if we get this rescheduled. Uh, <clears throat> the WHO, World Health Organization, wants whole plant marijuana, cannabis resin, and other key constituents of the plant like THC and CBD removed from its schedule well, one classification in the 1961 uh, Drug Convention. While the WHO has not formally uh, issued its recommendations, a leaked document details what rescheduling cannabis would entail. The proposal would eliminate whole plant marijuana and cannabis resin from the schedule classification, but retain its Schedule One de designation. Under the single convention, governments must limit Schedule One drugs to medical and scientific research purposes, among other requirements. Furthermore, the, the WHO wants, to main, um, wants the main psychoactive constituent of cannabis, Delta 9 tetrahydrocannabinol, THC, they like to say that big pants word, completely removed from a separate 1971 drug treaty and added to the Schedule One category of the 1961 convention. As for cannabidiol, CBD, a principal non-psychoactive cannabinoid with tremendous therapeutic potential, the WHO says any CBD preparation with less than 0.2% THC should not fall under any international control. Damn right. But the World Health Organization proposal also recognized the widespread proliferation of different types of cannabis products and preparations like extracts, concentrates, and tinctures. Under the new recommendations, those products and pharmaceutical preparations containing THC would fall under Schedule 3. The 1961 single convention restricts Schedule III uh, substances the least and does not require governments to authorize their import or export. In sum, ratification of the World Health Organization's proposals to reschedule cannabis would amount to one thing, namely an admission that for decades the world's governing bodies have simply been wrong on the dangers and benefits of marijuana. Indeed, many governments have already come around to this fact and have scaled back or eliminated their prohibition on cannabis entirely. Globally, a cannabis revolution is taking place. It's a discontinuous, uneven revolution, but recent years have seen the dramatic expansion of marijuana, of medical legalization globally, and the passage of, uh, passage of national adult use laws in Uruguay and Canada. And that spells better odds for ratification of the World Health Organization's proposals. The WHO could present its proposals before the United Nations Commission on Narcotics Drugs as early as March 2019. At that point, the UN's 53 member nations will be able to vote to accept or reject them. It's easy to predict how some member nations will vote on the proposals to reschedule cannabis. Russia and China, both countries with harsh drug laws, will likely reject the WHO initiative. Canada and Uruguay, of course, will back it. Uh, especially considering their legalization of cannabis uh, contra uh, contravenes the current 1961 treaty. But other 
nations will likely support the WHO proposal as well, especially those that have recently legalized medical use. The X factor, however, is the United States back in 1961. It was the U.S.'s uh, insistence that the single convention place cannabis under the heaviest control regime, uh, Schedule 4 at that time. The U.S. argued that classification was necessary due to widely abused cannabis use um, <clears throat> widely abused cannabis was, and when researchers began to discover the medical efficacy of cannabis in the 1980s, thanks to the discovery of the human endocannabinoid system, which we were just talking, talking about, about. Yep. yep, there was no international effort to revise the 1961 treaty. This year, the World Health Organization wants UN nations to vote to correct that discrepancy. All righty then. That's big news, you know, leaked document, whatever, 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 but you know, so it's just, you know, like uh, one of our friends says, get the hell out of our garden. Yeah, for real. Get out of our garden. Government, get out. Yeah. You don't get to have your hand in every single thing. Everything. You, this you, is a free you country. Take I think all, you forget. You, you take so much of our money anyway in taxes, and we don't get much of a say in that. Yeah, our you know. infrastructure here in that country. Sure, we bridges vote. are falling down and, and things vote. like that. And so, we vote. And we vote. So, you so know. It's time. But get out of our garden because this is a plant like a strawberry or a tomato or an orange or a fig that we should be able to just put in our garden and grow if we want. Any time of the year. It has Inside, purposes. Outside. Spiritual purposes. Yeah. Um, it has earthly purposes, ecological purposes. Um, it has... Um, it goes purposes. on and on, just, and you know what you, you know. You know what it does, you know and this is the exact reason why you're making it so hard. For and us. speaking of hemp, an Arizona lawmaker introduced an emergency hemp bill. Let's read about that. Ah, Arizona Senator Sonny Borelli has introduced emergency legislation which would require the state to get licensing procedures, rules, and regulations implemented by May 31st for the state's impending <sighs> hemp. Industry. Wow, we got some hackers this morning. That chief is just not, you're right, buddy? just not doing well. Um, if Senate Bill two uh, one zero zero three passes, Arizona farmers could get their first hemp crops planted within months. ABC 15 News reports: If the bill fails, Arizona hemp industry will keep its current launch date of August 4th. Well, that's not so bad. Um, you know, May. June, July. So let's just if they want to get it going a couple months early, which would be a good thing, you know. Um, well, I mean, if you think about it, they have to get in on how grow, on growing time. So if we wait, then we have to wait more. Wait more. Yeah. So I get it. Yeah, I totally get it. Borelli stated, "There's not enough THC in hemp to get anyone intoxicated. Like I keep telling everybody, expecting to get high in hemp is expecting to get drunk on a case of O'Doul's. It's almost impossible." <laughs> it said that. <laughs> Over 78,000 acres of hemp were planted in the U.S. in 2018. Uh, the top hemp-producing states in the county are Colorado and Montana. Uh, country. It's a big country, not county. Uh, the Brightfield Group recently estimated the U.S. hemp industry's value by 2022 to be more than $20 billion. Exactly. Chelsea McGuire of the Arizona Farm Bureau said, hemp has a huge potential in this state. It's a crop that we believe to be very water tolerant. It's a crop that's going to thrive in our desert climate. All right. Rootin' tootin'. 
Arizona hemp farmers would be required to ensure that their crop doesn't exceed the 0.3% threshold of THC. Hemp producing more than 0.3% THC would likely have to be destroyed. That would be a sad thing to dis- because it's too bad you couldn't get it to dispensaries because if it had that, you know, you'd have to almost have a dispensary growing the hemp so that if it did have more than 0.3% THC, they could use it as a hemp product. Um, right. And you wouldn't have to destroy it because that's so... Well, when we get into this destroying stuff, I yeah. just feel like, uh, I feel it's stupid. <laughs> it is stupid. Uh, because, uh, so you're telling me that you're going to get some, you're going to destroy something that could help somebody because it's this way. Yeah. That... In my like mind, saying, it's know, so stupid when you say it. And I really want some of these lawmakers to say it out loud because it sounds stupid. Yeah. If they know that this product can help somebody, it's like, I, I, I can't understand where uh, the critical thinking, because none, none of that is even happening in some of these places where law is being made, is the critical thinking is it, it's not there. There's nothing between those two ears. It's not happening. They're thinking with a definitely different part of their body. <laughs> I don't know what part it is, but um, hmm. it's not with their mind. And yeah. well, <laughs> it's with their pocketbook. And right. that's not even a part of their body. And the, the beautiful thing about this is anybody is going to be able to grow hemp. Um, you're just going to have to fill out some paperwork, pay some, some fees for processing that paperwork. Um, and, um, there, there are questions on here. Um, you can't apply for a license today, um, but soon. And we don't know how much you're going to cost, but there's going to be four types of licenses. You'll be able to get a grower's license, a harvest license, a transport license, and a processing license. So there's four different types of licenses you can get. And you want to be a part of this hemp thing. You can grow, you can harvest, you can transport, or you can process. And um, it's going to be really, 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 really great. So there you have that. I know what's happening in this house. Everything. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So now, does that mean, does that mean like people can just grow a little bit of hemp in their backyard? No, right now it said that, um, so one of the questions was, so here's the questions that some people are asking. So, um, okay, what is the definition of industrial hemp? Industrial hemp is defined as the plant cannabis sativa L and any part of such plant, whether growing or not, whether a THC concentration uh, with a THC concentration of not more than 0.3% of dry weight, okay? Um, can I grow for hemp? Can I grow hemp for personal use? No. Uh, a person will only be allowed to grow and or process as industrial hemp for commercial or research purposes. That's okay. I guess, but I think well, it's still silly it's that stupid. you're telling me growing can happen, just not for you. But this is, <laughs> yes. I know, I get it. It's the first step. It's, it is. And I think that when, I think that it, it'll change. Right, and it, I, it better change. Because, I get yeah, it. We we well, have some of the rigid and the con, uh, conservative that are, have a little more harder time understanding this, yeah. 
And, um, and I get it. Some people can't get into a jacuzzi right away or the ocean or a pool. Diving in just isn't part of your plan, but well, um, I tend to be one of those people that I can kind of see what is going on and know that it's helping people. And that's the other thing, is there it, this cannabis, THC, hemp, it borders on the, the decision, the decision borders on this, I should teeters on edu uh, education and a little bit of ignorance mm -hmm. because, and greed. So when all of these kind of a lot fall, of ignorance and a lot of greed, a lot of ignorance and a lot of greed, not and not a lot of education. Not enough education, right? That's and it really sure. these two things can be taken care of. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. you, you can't define and say <clears throat> that it's not a good thing when you have ignorance and greed, because those things can be taught and 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 learned. If you're continuously want to stay over here on this side you are not doing anybody any good and you probably need to not be the one that's making choices yeah. because if you have ignorance and greed, you're not working for the same as everybody else. Yeah. It it really does change how decisions are being made. It does. It, it really does. It does. When you have education People and you're making educated, educated decisions yeah. instead of ignorant and greeted decisions. Greeted decisions, yes. It makes a huge difference on what the outcome is. It's the energy that you put behind it. And when it's ignorance and greed, you create yeah. a lot yeah. of what we have already. Yeah, that we don't want to perpetuate that. Yeah. No. Um. So, a couple more good questions here. Um, anyone can apply for a license, and not until the program starts summer of this this year. Uh, you can't get any exceptions. Zoning, there's going to be um, there will be local zoning or ordinance restrictions because of cross pollination issues. Um, well, I yeah, because you don't. Well, want, I know. Yeah, I actually just saw an article uh, about some farmers in um, the Midwest that are going to Monsanto has some crops around there yeah. and they said because a long time ago Monsanto said if anybody else's crops get into theirs yeah. they're going to sue them yeah and now those farmers are coming back and saying if any of your crops get yeah. into our yeah. crops yeah, we're, we're going to sue you because yeah. you have scary products yeah you have lethal products. Um, will I be able to manufacture CBD products from industrial hemp? Yes. However, the program oversight only extends from the growth and cultivation of industrial hemp up to the point of processing. For licensed processors, the program will focus on ensuring they receive raw material that's below 0.3% THC. If there are food handling laws, laws and regulations under the oversight of the Food and Drug Administration or other laws related to industrial hemp or another agency, then those issues are out of the department's scope of regulatory oversight. So you pretty much make whatever the heck you want. And you're going to have to just be regulated by each. You know, if you want to do food, you have to get the Food and Drug Administration to regulate that. If you're going to do um, you clothing, to, yeah. you have to get, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Let's all play by the rules as long as we can just, you know, do it. Just let us do it. And just because you have more hands in yeah. your group doesn't mean they all get to be in it. Yeah. So... <laughs> um, it's they can, set, it's just set, everyone has to play nicely. It's set for August 4th of this year, um, except there's, like we just read, there's legislation being proposed to get it started May 31st, which is just two months early. Uh, and then it says, how can I contact the Industrial Hemp Program and committee if I have a question about the rules? 
there's a web form here. Um, in fact, we're just going to post this whole thing um, on our chat session so you chatters can can scroll through the article. And then um, we'll post that on um, our Facebook thing right now. Let me see if I know how to do that. I'll click it here. Um, um, I posted a thing about um, how to make uh, cannabis coffee in the morning. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, have you, there is an, I think I sent it to you, a CBD coffee. Oh, maybe that was it. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was it. It's yeah. uh, the and beans I, that are infused. Oh, with, no. No, that's not, not it. Wow. CBD infused beans. Wow. So, you know, we already yeah. know that. We know that coffee is a medicinal. Uh, also a medicine. It is a medicinal. Absolutely. And um, and so when we start mixing these two medicines together, you know, it really does mm, change. They benefit each other. It really does. They do. Same with some, we've been talking about the tinctures and things like that. You know, a tincture is alcohol mm-hmm. and cannabis mm-hmm. and um, or any other Alcohol is in small doses yeah. good for our system. It help it it, yeah. it goes alcohol goes places that some other things don't go. That's true. They, so all the different things that you use. These are these are recipes that really have been going on for thousands and thousands, thousands of, years. of years. And to not like, come on, continue yeah. and continue what we know works instead of being fed a lot of information. Yes, there's a lot of pharmaceuticals out there that work. Say hi to Silver Sister. Hi, Silver. Hi, Silver Sister. We miss you. Yeah, we didn't see you tune in for a little bit, so hi. Sorry, we didn't go to We snowed in winter 77. Oh, my gosh. Holy cow. Blizzards and blizzards and blizzards. Oh, my. You haven't gone to the page in a while. (laughs) Yeah, there we are. Well, guess what? You're not even going to believe what time it is. It is. It's that time. It's that time to end the show. I know. We're so happy that Canvas Kid showed up today. So yeah. online. Hopefully, braving out the storms out there. It's cold and rainy today here too. It is. Mostly it cold is. in the house because somebody has a fan on. <laughs> Silly monkey. Silly monkey boy. Oh um, but so, thank you all for tuning in today. Thank you. It's a good. Um, yeah, it's a good morning. Show. Yeah, you got a little historical western yeah. history. And that. Um, the tea is lovely. Matt. Our Magnum, Magnum. Make, Amer- Make Arizona Great Again Make Arizona weed. Great Again weed. It it's was amazing. amazing. Totally amazing. Come down to Summer Cell Center. You can't have that, but you can get certified at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. 520-838-4430. Thanks to your <coughs> sponsor, Squares House, on digit- Canna Health Online Digital Magazine, and all of you out there, we love you. Thank you for all your support for us. I'm sorry we haven't been here the last couple of weeks, but we've had some silly episodes, and thank you for all your love in that. Remember, be smart, be safe, and, and educate. educate. We love you, folks. Bye, have folks. a great week, day, Wednesday, and the rest of your week. Go out there and get educated and do something good for somebody. Woo!